five years after the battle at Garig Mach, Kim and AJ crawl out from underneath a pile of rubble to find that Fodlin still remains lost in a tempest of turmoil and bloodshed. But before they enter the fray, they must first reunite with some old friends and dish about everyone's glow-ups. God. <sighs> hey, Jay, what hey. are you doing here? What do you mean? Where have you been? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, a, a dragon came and destroyed my house, but... I canceled the podcast because you were gone. I Oh, wow. That's pretty intense. I mean, I think we could... Uh, if you're down with it, I think we can just pick up where we left off, right? Yeah, okay. Cool. All right. So we're about to talk about Chapter 13? Chapter 13. Uh, so after after Chapter 12 ends, we get the map again. Yes. And and a bit of narration. Uh, in Imperial Year 1181, Edelgard led her assault on Garrig Mach. Uh, the church was forced to surrender, just completely overpowered. Rhea's whereabouts are unknown, which can we pause and talk about how do you lose a dragon? <laughs> I understand flies, how a person goes missing. <laughs> how does how do you lose a dragon? <laughs> Hey, they can go a lot of places that we we can't with our human feet. Yeah, you know? sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, the the empire has now attacked the the kingdom and alliance. This concludes with the unification of Fodlin has begun. Mine also ended with that. I was curious if that was how yours ended, but uh, mm-hmm. my my preceding events are a little bit different. In my in my map cutscene. Uh, we pretty much explain how the assault against the monastery, though they lost a lot. Uh, both sides lost a lot, but ultimately the monastery surrendered and retreated. Rhea took the Knights of Saros to Ferdiad. They retreated to Ferdiad, so they are in the kingdom of Fargus. You have um, Rhea? Rhea's not no, 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 no. missing? Oh, she's not missing, no, but she is with she is with Dimitri and the and the, the wow. kingdom. Where she must plan her next move, it says. Yeah, so so then it just says, like, with with that attack, the Adrestian Empire officially launched its offensive against the Holy Kingdom of Fargus and the Leicester Alliance. The unification of Fodlin had begun. Oofa doofa. Yeah, so we have taken Wait, the monastery. So the suggestion is that the Kingdom and Alliance are, or it is still... Who's unifying Fodlin in your world? We are unifying Fodlin. The Empire is unifying Fodlin. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So yeah. imperialism persists no matter what. Got it. <laughs> yeah. D- clearly, it must. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's sort of at the the close of of chapter twelve, and then we <laughs> transition to part two and get another one of these, which I think is very <laughs> weird and goofy, but okay. Yes. The time skip has occurred. Yeah. It is nearly five years after the fall of the monastery and Fodlin is still at war. Ferdiad has been captured. The kingdom is in shambles. The alliance is um, on the verge of collapse. There are two factions, one that supports the empire and one that opposes. Um, I, I might just mash this up with... 
because there's another one of these that happens after after like a couple of, of cutscenes. Yeah. And or no, Holy it's shit. still in 13, but it just like Jesus. happens a little bit later. And I don't know why. I'm just going to explain it all. Yeah. Smash it all together. I also actually I do also get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I, and it's just like a more detailed version of this. So basically an imperial yeah. loyalist named Cornelia has taken over what used to the lands that used to be under Dimitri's house. Dimitri has been this part just says Dimitri has been sentenced and they don't explain what that means, um, but we will find out later. So now it's houses Gautier and Fraldarius that are, you know, struggling to continue to resist. This Cornelia character uh, accepts support from the Empire to wipe them out once and for all. Meanwhile, in the Alliance, House Regan is leading the anti-imperial forces. House Gloucester, uh, Lawrence's house, uh, is supporting mm -hmm. The Empire. Um, mm -hmm. Apparently, Claude is crushing it. He's leading House Regan now and doing a great job. Good for him. We love wow. to see him thriving. Love that boy. Yeah. And then they say Edelgard, you know, incited a coup in the kingdom, which I assume is them referring to Cornelia taking power. I don't know why they they like order the operations this way. Maybe there's something I'm missing, but it's like I get it. Yeah. And the Knights of Saros have been looking for Rhea because she has gone missing now yeah. she's been missing for five years five years and the knights have just been looking for her questionable whether that is the most productive use of their time right. um we love right. we as a society we being both our modern society and fodlin i <clears throat> guess love looking for a missing white woman um <laughs> oh my god i was gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> wow we well, can't I mean, right. get enough of this true crime. Um, Holy shit. Again, how do you lose a dragon? Whatever. Um, and in the meantime, the monastery dragon, has fallen to ruin and become a haven for thieves. Whoa. Um, wow. Yeah. You're, so this is, wow. I, I'm just mashing all of this up because it's it's two different ones of these and I don't yeah. understand why. And then I, I start getting cutscenes. Whoa. So I'm really curious if you got this. After that first, like, map voiceover mm -hmm. i get a cut scene with sothis yeah yay okay i guess yeah it makes sense because we've both we've both Ugh. been trapped under rubble for five years a thing that makes yes. perfect sense sure um, <laughs> yeah it made oh my god that made me tear up yeah yeah it was really again. after after seeing that scene i don't know if it would have hit it probably does hit the same um just to have sothis back but like after seeing that scene I'm realizing like, OK, everybody I know is like, <laughs> you know, engaged in this war for five years and I I have been gone. Yeah. To to like have a, any friendly face back, but to have it be someone who has been absent for a while um, yeah. Yeah. was like that. That really got me in my mm -hmm. feelings. Yeah, it's really good. And she basically is telling you to wake up. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and to which I chose the response, but I'm so sleepy. And she's immediately, <laughs> she like has this whole facade of like, oh, you've been sleeping for so long yeah, and blah, blah, and blah. And I'm like, I'm again. tired. And she's like, are you kidding me? She's like, yeah. I can't treat you like a child forever. I know so it's, good. it's so good. She gets <sighs> so pissed off. Um, and yeah. I was like, oh, she really is back. Yeah. I was um, like, hey. <laughs> I will say, I just want to read the, the writing here is really, really beautiful. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. She says, like so much rain. A pool of blood has fallen to the ground. As spears and arrows pierce the earth, it weeps. And even now, it weeps. In order to survive, they kill. 
And so the people of this world are lost in an abyss of suffering. They weep as well. The only one who truly knows the nature of such things is I. Or rather, you. I'm getting goosebumps just just yeah. reading it again. It, it, it's, oh, sometimes the writing in this game is just so, so beautiful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she gets mad uh, that I'm not waking up. But finally, I'm like, all right, fine. Uh, and I get up and find myself in a farming village at the base of the monastery. Some dude found me floating in the river. Yep. Seems like we got the same wake up cutscene. Yeah, I figured it was probably about the same. He's like, oh, yeah, Garrick Box upstream. Um, but it's yeah. abandoned. There are still some people living there. Um, mostly thieves, it sounds like. We find out tomorrow was supposed to be the Millennium Festival. Yes. And um, Rhea's still missing. And Byleth is like, all right, I'm going to the monastery. And this guy's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I have a god in me. It's fine. Oh, and this part you probably didn't get. He mentions, uh, like, please be careful around there because some Imperial troops went there to investigate and were slaughtered. Oh, interesting. Uh, in mine, he's basically like, yeah, the, the Empire has like taken, you know, because I'm like, oh, I've been asleep. Like, what's happening? He's like, what are you talking mm -hmm. about? And basically, he's like, the Empire has like taken over Garrick Mach. They like occupy it now. Like, Edelgard is there. And so I'm like, OK, I'm going to the monastery. And he's like, oh, don't like you'll be killed. Like, don't go to the monastery. You'll be killed. Like, I won't tell anybody that like you're, you know, that you're running away or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm going to go. I'll be fine. It'll be OK. <laughs> Yeah, the Imperial Army did not take the monastery in this timeline, yeah, and yeah. we're about to find out why. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we get a, a like a beautiful one of these gorgeous anime cutscenes. God damn, I haven't gotten I know a single you didn't get one. Eddie, I got all the cutscenes. You don't it get seems Eddie. like they spent all their they spent all their time making cutscenes for the Blue Lions, and then by the time they got to the Black Eagles, they were like, oh shit. You don't <laughs> the get any cutscenes because you started a war. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so we see Byleth walking up the steps to the monastery. There are dead Imperial soldiers just like all over the steps. Oh, my God. And she finds Dimitri. He is a fucking mess. His yeah. hair is overgrown. Yeah. Um, he has an eye patch. He does have an eye patch. He does have okay. an eye patch. That's why you've seen all of the art of Dimitri with an eye patch. Post time skip Dimitri has lost an eye. Not in my version, though. No kidding. <laughs> no, I, I in my version, D Dimitri's doing fine, but we will. What you, does you he do look like? He looks the same. His hair's all unkempt, but he has both okay. eyes. Okay, <laughs> he is bedraggled, but interesting. Maybe we find out yeah. how he lost the eye. Maybe it's not just yeah. set dressing. Um, so he's he's like, he's just like sitting in the dark, kind of. And Byleth walks up and just like reaches out her hand, which is like a very interesting reaction to have. Like, not like, hey, remember me? And nothing. Just, mm -hmm. um, and he says, I should have known that one day you'd be haunting me as well. Uh, he yeah. thinks I'm like a ghost or um, a hallucination. Uh, he still yeah. wants to kill Edelgard. I'm like, dude, let it go. It's been five years. But at some point he realizes Byleth is actually alive. Um, yeah. Then he he's like, oh, you must be an Imperial spy. And I'm like, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she says, I'm glad you're safe. And he goes, am I? 
Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> when she asks what he's been doing for the last five years, he says, I've been dead, more or less. He's gone full Jeez, emo. Um, yeah. And he's basically just like, there are filthy rats everywhere and I need to kill them. There's thieves all over this place. Uh, we need to put a stop to this cycle of the strong trampling the weak, even if that means becoming a rat myself. Um, and he's like, I'm going to go fuck up some... Uh, some of these thieves, are you coming? Like, he's just... What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the outer city wall, we see Gilbert. And he's like, oh, I should have known to check the monastery. Let's move quickly. Dimitri, I'm on my way. <laughs> Very goofy. What? <laughs> yeah. Gilbert? I, I, Gilbert, maybe save some of that energy for your own daughter who you abandoned. I haven't yeah. forgotten. I have not forgotten. And this is Jeez. when, th this now is when we get that second like map scene yeah. where they explain. I'm like, you could have just told me that at the beginning. There's nothing like, <laughs> there's nothing that happened in between here. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. it's weird. Yeah. And so the next thing that happens is I'm in battle with Dimitri and it's just the two of us going after like a lot of bandits. Dimitri still fucking kicks ass. Oh my God. He's so powerful. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, I mean his, all of his like battle dialogue is different. He's like, mm, you know, you're all rats or whatever. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. So we're battling for a little bit and then Gilbert makes it to us. And Ash and Mercy and Annette are with him. And I lost my shit. Okay. Uh, particularly about Ash. I, I want to just send you, here's maybe a, a little screenshot of yeah. my notes. These um, glow ups are glow something. Ups are, uh, some are better than others. I think some are may way better than others. So what I wrote in all caps is Ash is with him and he looks so good. Look at my boy. Uh, there's like seven exclamation points. And then, uh, <laughs> Look at my boy again, but with a lot of typos. Yeah. At this moment, I was like, oh, like, this is good. And that's with them. Like, she's reunited with her dad. Maybe. I don't know. I absolutely don't know. It does raise yeah. for me the question, too, of like, when Gilbert showed up last time, not only was Annette like, my dad is here and he's using an alias, mm -hmm. but he knows my dad. Dimitri knew him. Yeah. Did he? Uh, was he like, oh, hey, Annette, your dad's here. Like, yeah. No idea. I guess maybe there's a support <laughs> scene I could have unlocked that would have explained that. But anyway, Dimitri is like, oh, why are you all here? Um, meanwhile, I'm crying because my kids are all grown up. Yeah. As we continue battling, then Sylvain, Ingrid and Felix show up. Um, Felix at first sounds like he's being a little bit nicer, but I don't know if he is. And so, yeah, we defeat them once again. This wasn't this wasn't that hard. Um, I've heard that this battle is like hard. It wasn't, it wasn't, I've, <laughs> Your I, kids I don't are too know, strong. I don't know what I did to make my kids so strong. Someone, I think it might've been Bolt, um, our friend Bolt, who does the, uh, graphic design for, for frog of the week, our other podcast. Um, she pointed out that Ash is not always that strong and I may have just gotten, really good like stats in yeah, those in those that, random level ups i don't know surprised me i didn't realize that that stuff was like random yeah i didn't either yeah anyway um cool though <laughs> yeah but yeah all of my kids are are so so powerful it was at this point that i realized that someone was missing and we yeah. will get there it sounds like yeah. you know something about this i have heard if you don't do something then what seems like is happening to you will happen. Right. And I don't know what the thing you had to do was. Uh, I know I am not, I'm torn about how much I want to uh, reveal at this point in the podcast in case someone sure. is playing and doesn't, doesn't mm. know. Um, okay. Yeah. So we, we defeat 
these like thieves i don't know one of them has a name i'm like i don't know why this guy needed a name maybe <laughs> it'll be important someday but to me yeah. right now it is not so we have our after battle cut scene dimitri's like why are you all here ash mercy what? and annette are all like well it's the five-year reunion obviously which is an interesting <laughs> answer um Fuck. gilbert's like yeah also i've been following news of your whereabouts for a while and i'm uh, you know i was looking for you Dimitri yeah. and calls him your highness or whatever. Sorry. And he didn't think to check the fucking monastery for five years. He didn't for think five to check the years, but Gilbert, he is just not, I don't think Gilbert is good with kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he like calls him, you know, the prince or whatever. And Dimitri's like, don't call me that. I'm not a prince. I'm a walking corpse. I'm like, all right. Wow. Most people have their emo fees like way earlier, Dimitri, but fine. Um, and Gilbert's like, how did you manage to escape jail? Yeah, that. OK, we will get to the explanation of that. And Dimitri says to do he died in my place. And at this point, uh, I wow. lost it. I have a lot of all caps notes here where I was freaking out. I was also wow. yelling at my television no, he yeah. did not die. No, he did. Like, I lost my mind. Um, wow. Holy shit. And I, yeah, I don't, I, I immediately had to look up. What you had to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I immediately was yeah. like, is there something I could have done? And did I do it? Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I don't, I don't want to reveal any of that yet. Any of it. Okay. Any of it. Not even a, not even a yes or no. <laughs> All right. Yes, there is something that you okay. can do. I know what it is. I'm not yes. going to reveal whether or not a sure people who know what that thing is know the answer to that question, though, because <laughs> um, we've talked about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, yeah. So so Gilbert sort of gets us up to speed on on what's been going on. Don't get a lot of reactions to the whole do is dead news, which I think is rude of everyone because I was losing my fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, he basically explains, you know, the Western the lords from the Western regions of Fodlin have declared fealty to the emperor um they refer to the kingdom now as the fargus dukedom they have their uh stronghold in ferdiad and they are trying to invade the eastern region which is where like felix's and, and sylvain's houses are mm. and <laughs> gilbert uh to dimitri's like can you please pretty please come and overthrow the empire please and reclaim <laughs> your kingdom please oh my God. um pretty please pretty please uh and and violet's like yeah see you're still like we we need you dimitri and dimitri's like oh okay great so you all agree that we need to fight back and fucking wipe the entire empire off of the map <laughs> and annette's yeah. like i don't know if we're on the same page about that last part uh <laughs> at this point gilbert Christ. asks byleth for like a sidebar <laughs> 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 and uh, in that sidebar he says he's confused about how i survived under some rubble for five years which bitch me too sure. uh so we, uh, he explains that the knights of saros have been searching for me and for Rhea, but i think we all know they've probably been searching for Rhea a little bit harder um <laughs> it's fine whatever i was only under yeah. some rubble you could have found me uh <laughs> yeah right you didn't check the rubble around dragon, the monastery whatever yeah um I just can't get over. She'll be fine. She is a dragon. The whole She'll come land, back when she wants to come this back. This whole continent is at war. Yeah. And you're you're putting that on the back burner to find Dragon Lady, who yeah. is 
surely fine because she's a dragon whatever that's so funny i'm not bitter anyway um <laughs> they're like yeah we we think that ray is probably alive because the empire probably would have like released you know they would have sent out a press release if they had killed her <laughs> you think <laughs> they would have been like yeah. we did it but you know he says uh, once news of your survival gets out i think people will probably flock back to the monastery and uh he also explains that we, we get an explanation for why Dimitri was in jail. Uh, it is because Rufus, the king regent, who was also Dimitri's uncle, was murdered after the battle at Garrig Mach. Cornelia accused Dimitri of killing Rufus. Um, she, you know, her reasoning was that there were rumors that Rufus was involved in the tragedy of Dusker in some way. And maybe Dimitri heard those rumors and, oh my gosh. you know, went into a fit of rage and murdered right. Rufus. As we've seen him do. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so Dimitri was sentenced to death. Um, soon after it was announced that, that his sentence was carried out, but you know, the execution and the corpse were both concealed from the public. So there were rumors that he may have survived. And do we get a timeline on that? Like how long ago was that? It sounds like it was pretty soon after. Um, okay. So Gilbert is just really incompetent then. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the way that he explains it, if I recall correctly, he's like, you know, I, I started hearing about Imperial soldiers and generals being like slaughtered brutally throughout mm. the kingdom. And so I just sort mm. of followed those rumors here and there <laughs> thinking like, who do I know who wants to slaughter Imperial generals in a brutal way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Fair it's enough. Dimitri. Um, so so he's just sort of been like following him around. Maybe he like lost the trail at some point and he's at the, mm. the monastery. But um, yeah. Uh, so it, we also find out Gilbert has actually resigned from the Knights of Saros um, and returned to serve to serve the kingdom after the Battle of Garrick Mach. Okay. I think in chapter 12, there was there was some dialogue with him where he was like coming to terms with the fact that he was like, I shouldn't be here at the church. I should be back in the kingdom. And I'm like, there's mm. a lot that you left behind in the kingdom, Gilbert, <laughs> like your daughter. Your daughter, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's the info dump here. Yeah, pretty much. I, and yeah, and then it just sends me into chapter 14. Wow. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't get monastery time. I don't get to talk to my students and find out how they've been for the last five years. Yeah. Um, it's not even clear to me. I mean, clearly, I, I assume that like I assume that the three noble kids, um, Felix, Sylvain and, and Ingrid have been like fighting as part of the resistance. It's not clear to sure. me what like Ash, Annette and and Mercy have been doing in in the meantime possibly mm. also but i have no idea um yeah. probably the same um but like it's not clear to me like have they all been hanging out without me for five years you know right <laughs> <laughs> was anybody um, looking for me like yeah you all yeah. just like just hanging out fighting the war <clears throat> nobody came to look in the rubble for all i teach. mean okay. to be fair to be fair to them you were lasered by a dragon uh, or no you weren't lasered by a dragon. i you wasn't were, you were, lasered by a dragon you were magicked by some death dude or dead guy or whatever off of a fucking cliff so yeah, i'm sure they looked and they were like the there's probably guy. no way yeah um my friend the dead guy <laughs> kind of when you yeah. think about it we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah we'll talk about it now because that's that's yeah. the end of my chapter 13 wow 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 yeah. um yeah wild chapter wild chapter 
so my chapter 13 is just like a regular, not regular, because obviously shit has happened, but like I get a monastery scene and I get a battle and I get like I get like the regular structure chapter. Wow. So that's very cool. I'm I'm the more you're talking about your route, the more that I'm feeling like yours, like the blue lions feels like the canon route. Interesting. I don't know. I don't be, because not just because you're getting all the fucking good cutscenes and stuff, but it just like feels like I don't know. It feels like there is more story happening for you than than for for me. You know, in that's some kind ways. of wild to me, considering that like you have so little left, like you have so many fewer chapters that I would think that yours would just be like packed with story. Yeah, I mean, right now. OK, so so let me I'll start with my narration. So yeah. I'm, I'm also going to do the same thing. I'm going to combine the beginning and the middle narration. <laughs> Uh, cause it's the Why same, it's generally the same thing. Yeah. And it's basically like my monastery scenes, but I'm talking to, to the, some of the kids that's basically the same information again. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically I get the, you know, the farm scene and then I go back to the, the thing, but the narration just describes pretty much how the, the empire has, you know, expanded, has taken the monastery, has taken some of the Western parts of the kingdom of Fargus, the Knights of Saros or, or, or Dimitri has pled fealty to the, the church. So basically the kingdom is now just a church army just like straight up and that Claude and the Alliance are pretty much playing it pretty neutral with like they're doing like like uh what what do they call them in the in the thing maintain a facade of neutrality amidst infighting um so they it's the same thing there are some people who support the empire some people who don't but generally the alliance is kind of trying to play itself as like you know we're on both sides here we don't really have Mm -hmm. a a dog in this fight but it that does not matter because edelgard's uh pov right now is we are going to destroy everyone (laughs) Um, that's what we're going to do. That's what has to be done. And now that you're here, professor, like great, because uh, as of right now, they were in kind of a deadlock of like, nobody was really taking any territory anywhere. It was just kind of like a bunch of battles who were, who were kind of hitting, hitting ahead. So, so, you know, the empire had taken the monastery and part of the kingdom. And then kind of generally that's kind of where they've stalled over the last five years. So I show back up and, you know, I tell Edelgard like, Hey, I've been asleep for five years and she's like, well, don't don't joke that you've literally been gone for five years. Nobody knows where the fuck you were. And I'm like, no, I was asleep. Like, I I really don't. I was asleep. And she's like, I took oh. a nap in some rubble for five years. <laughs> she's like, oh, OK, well, I'm glad you're back. And, you know, she she said that that she's glad that I'm back because this has been a difficult path to walk alone. Uh, she asks if I remember what I said to her five years ago, which was pretty much the, the, the various pledges I had made to like, you know, I'm on your side, no matter what happens, blah, blah, blah. And then we get this really nice picture and I'm only now seeing that I could have hidden this text, but it's a really nice, like Whoa. drawn picture of Edelgard kind of hugging Byleth. And she, she asked, do you still feel the way you did all those years ago? Um, which is, it's like weirdly romantic, but I don't think it's yeah. it's not meant as like a romance thing. It's just like a, I, I'm, you know, happy you're back and blah, blah, blah. This is and a much really, nicer reunion than what I got. Yeah, it's extremely sweet. Like, it's extremely off, sweet. you ghost. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, injury. it's really nice. I, I love I love my child. She's got these sick horns now that she like a, a headpiece that just so mm, sick. They're Incredible. so Incredible. It's, it's so really, cool. really good. Yeah. You know, she, she she's like, yeah, so I mean, let, why don't I tell you what's been going on for five years? We fade to black, fade back in. And then it's she just says, so that's what's been going on these five years. It's, <laughs> it's really funny. A real, it went well moment. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's nearly the exact same thing. But she says, uh, you know, she explains that her intent is to defeat the false goddess and give humanity its freedom back. And so this is kind of where I want to talk about the, the, the sides Sorry, of defeat the goddess. Defeat the false goddess. False goddess. Rhea, I guess. And give humanity its freedom freedom mm-hmm. back. Yeah. I'm not entirely exactly sure what she means by false goddess. Yeah. But this is what I wanted to kind of talk about with mm-hmm. Rhea being a dragon is because it's it's framed for me like Rhea is this monster, like is this dragon, and she has been pulling the strings of humanity via the Church of Seros all of this time. Like she doesn't have humanity's best interest in, in mind or whatever. She is just a dragon being oh, a dragon. Oh, so she's and a like, dragon. She's a dragon first, who's, manipulating who's, humanity. I see, I see. So it's like dragon first, disguised as a human. Right. So like she's using her power, and 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 she okay. talks about how she talks about how Seros. It's a convenient framing. Well, she, yes, but she talks about how Saros was also a, a dragon or something and used her power to to manifest these fake miracles so that people would worship her as like, yeah, she would like do these things. I didn't get any specifics, but we do talk about fake miracles so, to get people to begin to worship her and stuff. That's interesting. Uh, I Yes. Yeah, I I'm I'm glad you brought this up because I we had a really long conversation after our last we recording. Did. We we yeah. like stopped recording and then immediately had a really long, interesting conversation. Talked for another, like 45 minutes. Yeah, to an hour, yeah, about like the the different sides at play here and like the politics of it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. a question that I had for you is like, what what does Edelgard see as the future? Like, I know that she wants to remove the influence of the church, but like, what does she see as the, as the future of, um, of what Fodlin would be? And to me, what has become clear from the framing in my, you know, my run is that it's just an empire. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's why, like, I think it's, you know, uh, at the beginning of this game, I, or at the beginning of, of the game and also the beginning of the podcast, I made a lot of people mad <laughs> <laughs> by pointing out that I thought that I was like, why is Petra just this like one dimensional foreign exchange student? Mm, um, mm-hmm. Which she obviously is not at the beginning of the game. Everyone is one dimensional um, and you, you get to know them and realize like, they're not just like whatever stereotype they're playing. Um, yeah. And I think Petra exists in this game a, because she, fucking kicks ass but b to to explain that the empire is an empire like it it, imperialism is you know it's not it's not just like a name for (laughs) to distinguish it from you well this one's a kingdom and this one's an alliance you know it's an empire um and as far as i can tell what edelgard wants in addition to taking down the church it's not like okay and now you know we're like a utopia (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. where the people you know are governing themselves she's creating an empire um, that is still inherently what it is. So I just think that's interesting. And I think it's also interesting that like in your run, the, this whole time you've been like, God, it seems like, you know, blue lions are like all in for the church. And I was like, I don't, I don't really get that <laughs> vibe. Like that's, yeah. that's like part of it's inherent to like what the kingdom is, but I don't think that anyone's right. like, we love the church so much. It's, we have some devout believers, but like mostly it's just like, you know, yeah, I'm the prince of the holy kingdom of, of yeah. Fargus. What do you want? Just to say, like, this is a little bit of of a preview of what happens in chapter 14, mm-hmm. which I've played a little bit of. What happens is the church and the kingdom, you know, it's not like the kingdom is fighting on behalf of the church. They unite 
Um, right. They each have right. their own interests and decide to unite to try to take down the empire. Yeah. So it's just, it's interesting how the framing changes and almost like it almost, I'm interested to see if when you get to the end of a run, does it all coalesce and come back together and tell one cohesive yeah. story from different perspectives? Or is it really, you know, or in different timelines or are these differences in framing like the truths of each of these different timelines? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I think that's interesting um, <clears throat> to, to, to think about it in, in, in that way. In my mind, we are in separate timelines and we are going to have separate endings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think oh, I for mean, sure. obviously I, I just meant in terms of like, like thematically and stuff. Yeah. Like, do we realize at the end, like, oh, you know, we were like everyone's interests were the same or and motivations yeah. were the same the whole time. Or, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that is kind of where we end up. But I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know, uh, because from what it seems like in in my route, our <laughs> my route is going to be all or nothing like murder the non-believers pretty much like in my i think at the end of my route uh, i Claude thought that ends was up dead <laughs> dimitri ends up dead like Rhea ends up dead i think all the house leaders end up dead and like everybody pretty much because they are aligned with the wrong side quote unquote oh my god so in my head i don't know honestly i feel like this might mine might be the one route where we don't come and be like oh maybe we all have the same goal because i think in my route yeah. we we end and it's like all right we have this iron fist control yeah um i mean just to, sorry to clarify again i didn't mean that that oh we all realize like we're all on the same side like like it, it's like every in each run we're like viewing it through almost like a biased lens 100%. Yeah, that like, and I can't tell if it's like, oh, that is literally just bias or if it's like, yeah, in this timeline, in my timeline, Rhea is a woman who can also turn into a dragon or, and in your timeline, uh. she's dragon, you know, like, <laughs> are, are those... <laughs> Is it really just like two, one truth that's being construed in two different ways or is it, it. two separate mm. realities where different things mm. are true, you know? Mm. Okay, I understand now. What uh, is truth? Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, that's definitely something to, to think on. Yeah. I don't know. I do find it interesting not to not to be pedantic, I guess, but I do oh, find it interesting that you say that you say that the the church and the kingdom were just kind of like, oh, we happen to be on the same side. So let's like team up and do the thing because the kingdom only exists because the church. So does the empire. First of all, I don't yeah. know if that I don't know if that is is emphasized in your run. But I, and I think that this is something that only really came to me or a realization that I only really came to because I happen to have also restarted the Blue Lions and now I'm sure am paying more attention to what I'm learning along the way because it means sure. something I, to I, me I also, now. I did some reading in the li- I did some reading exactly. in the library that that might have opened my the, eyes as well. But the you go. empire was founded by in part by the church, the same as the kingdom by Saros. And and this is something that Rhea mentions. Um, I forget if it's, I guess it would have been sometime in chapter 12. Mm. She's like, you know, the Adrestian empire only, you know, was, was like founded. Actually, I think I have a screenshot. Let me see if I can find it. While, while you look for it, I do just want to say the book that I was reading was pretty much like, yeah, uh, Saros founded the empire and that's why they call the empirical crest, like the crest of Saros. I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting yeah interesting that that's yeah that it's is. a really interesting uh revelation yeah oh maybe this isn't the the thing that i'm thinking of but she says adrestia received its very name through a divine oracle to injure the goddess is a sin most foul <laughs> um 
but yeah, Adrestia is very much like it exists because of the church too. And so, yeah. you know, Fair I don't enough. think that there's anything, I think that that's, that's kind of the point. Like the, mm-hmm. I, I do believe that the church pulls all the strings. Like, I think that that yeah. is abundantly clear. The question is, is it doing that just because it's, you know, a corrupt institution and that's what corrupt institutions do? Or is it right. because Rhea is a big evil dragon? <laughs> I simply do not know. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, and, I, and I'm interested to see, is the answer to that question different depending on what what run you do, you know? Yeah. I am very curious to see if like at the end, we both end up with like fighting Raya or something. Right. Like, right. A, like at the dragon. end, is it like Raya yeah. was the big bad the whole time or is it like, yeah, yeah. Mm. she is called the immaculate one. And I'm curious mm-hmm. if there's any history about the immaculate one that we can find in the game, but I don't know. I don't recall uh, hearing that before, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, because as our friend yeah. Jill once said, my mind is, is a pasta colander and knowledge is, yeah. a, is a bone broth. Um, so, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, so that's my narration <laughs> that we get. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you're good. No, it's there's a there's so much, y'all. There's, there's so, so much, much to talk about in this, especially now that we've crossed this threshold of the time skip I, and we're experiencing two different stories from different perspectives. And I feel like yeah. we have so much to say and about all of it. Put a pin in that point about imperialism because, like the, this is something else that we talked about. Like. I can't tell if the game is actually going to tackle this or if it's just sort of using it to frame things. But there is something being said about imperialism and colonialism. I pointed it out when we talked about Dudu's paralogue. Yeah. Another thing that I learned recently, Dusker is rumored to be rich in minerals. I don't know if that's ever going to mean anything. But when you think about like what has occurred there and the fact that like there was this this mysterious incident that resulted in all the people of Dusker being destroyed, you know, being wiped out. And now it's like controlled by the kingdom. Like there's Mm -hmm. there's something interesting going Mm -hmm. on there. Um, Mm -hmm. I just don't know if the game is actually interested in getting into it. Yeah. If to do is really dead. Here's what I will say. If to do is really dead, it's a real disservice to to that character. Mm hmm. I have a lot of thoughts about it, but it's simply not yeah. the time to discuss it. I'm yeah. sorry. Go on. I'm done. No, you're good. I uh, I could talk about other stuff about the colonialism and another support I had with Petra, but mm. uh, I'll move on for a second. I'll move on for a second. So we talked to everybody and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you're back. Blah, blah, blah. There's some, you know, some people have silly lines. Uh, Linhart is like, oh, look how happy you've made everyone. And he is just like the same exact dude just with like (laughs) slightly different hair like everybody else seems like they've kind of grown in a way and linhart's just like yeah great see the guy who like never like he graduated but he never left your hometown and still hangs out with like people from the high school he works at like the video rental store not the blockbuster (laughs) but like the independent one one. (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, that's absolutely, that's mm-hmm. absolutely the heart's vibe. So, you know, everyone's happy that we're back. Everybody looks great, except Ferdinand has the worst. Ferdinand looks so gotta go bad, unfortunately. His hair is so long and his, his, just oh. his facial features <gasps> have been accentuated slightly. And it's like Fabio adjacent, but he still kind of has like the Ferdinand vibe. So it's just really, I have, I have bad like news it? for you. I'm into it. Yeah. I like it. I like Tara the just long a, hair. Tara just made a face at you. She's extremely, she thought Ferdinand I was the best Fabio. looking student. Yeah. She did? She did, but now she does not. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, I see. She thought pre time yes, skip. Yes. Oh. I'm um, I'm in I like it. Yeah. I, I like know. the long uh, hair. I think I think my favorite is Hubert because he hasn't changed much. He looks great. His hair looks great, but his um like text box uh illustration is like this like uh somber smirk at all times. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm up to something. It's just like, oh, it's so nice to like see you again. And like that is the constant look on his face. And even when even when you come back, he's like you know, it's like he's honestly feels good that you are back mm-hmm. and is not like some sinister, like I have to murder you thing. Um, but that's what his face shows. He just has yeah. his little case of RBF. <laughs> Resting bitch face. I'm there looking at I'm looking Thank at post time skip photos of your students. They're good. I Lynn think they're looks good. good. Lynn's hair is great. He's Petra awesome. looks amazing. Dorothea looks of amazing. Course. I'm digging Caspar's new look too. He's grown out that faux hawk a little bit. He grew out the faux hawk and he's got kind of like the 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 shaved around the sides. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah, faux yeah. Hawk yeah. In the front. It's great. It's really it's good. good. Uh, so we're walking around the monastery because we, we have taken the monastery. So it's just I'm here again. And I go my usual route. I go to the training grounds. There is still the guy there who's like, it's this month for this uh, competition. But it's really weird because it's not a school anymore. You know, so I talk to Felix and he says, uh, I talk to Felix <laughs> and he says he feels like he's becoming he's become like the boar king. With the <gasps> look he has in his eyes because he's done so much killing over the last five years. Um, what did you do to my boy? I, look, uh, and he, he pretty okay, he just you, ends not with saying, you, but Edelgard, it is my fault that Felix is with Edelgard. It's a little he bigger yeah. fault. But he, he pretty much just says like all of this bloodshed better make this future worth it. Mm. Like, um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, very, very sweet boy. Uh, so then, uh, Randolph is also there and it turns out his, his little sister flesh is also there. She's like, 10 or 11 she's she's very oh, little sorry flesh flesh is her name i don't know what to say is she, is she to... are they your sedith and flane is that <laughs> yeah i guess so because he's his whole thing i mean i can't he doesn't come to battle his whole thing is to protect the monastery itself so he was like in the stables like tending to the horses and stuff yeah i don't know so they're they're there and then i go talk to the gatekeeper and the gatekeeper says some pretty interesting stuff he's like oh yeah um you know, I'm, st- I'm still here. Nothing to report. It's great to see you. Uh, and then I, you know, Byleth like does the motions of like talking to somebody and the gatekeeper's like, oh, like, do I have a brother in the church? Yeah. Wow. You're like very observant. Uh, I actually have a twin who who actually <laughs> left and, and is with the church. Oh, <laughs> did you just have a realization? Or are you just sad that he's a twin? No. No, I'm just processing. I just yeah. uh, uh, I just laid my head down on my desk for yeah. a moment. And, um, and I was just curious, like I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> sure if like it's where so- <laughs> it's a lot. That's how they explain it. They're like, we yeah. we still want a gatekeeper, but <laughs> yeah, but he can't so- be that guy. <laughs> so it yeah. has to so, be his so- evil twin. Yeah. We're yeah. Just really, really wild that. Yeah. So I guess I guess I have the evil twin gatekeeper and, and the other one went with the church. <laughs> I, I don't know. They talk the exact same. Anyway, it's <laughs> very wild, very wild thing. Um. So then I go and, I'm, you know, I'm just running around. Linhart has pretty much been like, oh, now that Hanneman's not here, I can be Hanneman pretty much. He's like, oh, so yeah. anytime you want to do some experiments to talk about your crest, let's do it. And I was like, Lynn, I don't know why you would declare yourself Hanneman too when you have to. <laughs> It seems like you need to fill a position and the position is Hanneman. 
I would like <laughs> right, to yeah. apply. What? We're desperately missing a Hanneman. It's like, no, I don't think so. Everyone's um, favorite Hanneman is missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just a regular monastery scene after that, pretty much. Um, and uh, Edelgard explains. Normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Edelgard is now in the 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 top room where in the second floor where uh, Seteth and wow. uh, Raya would be. That's it's Edelgard and uh, Hubert. And fun fact, there's a third floor now. And I was like, oh, what's on the third floor? So I went up to the third floor and it's the archbishop's chambers. <laughs> there's just like a full bed in there. I'm really I was kind of upset. There was nothing to like find uh, yet, at least. But it was just like, you know, the whole bed. And then on the opposite side, um, <gasps> there's like a stargazing thing or like where, you know, where, where I assume she would walk up and like address the, the monastery. I wonder if those are my chambers in my run, because I'm like, interesting. I'm like Archbishop. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Like temp, what is it when you're like the temporary replacement? <laughs> I yeah. Forget the, uh, interim interim. Yeah. I'm interim, interim Archbishop, Archbishop right now. Wow. <laughs> so I wonder if that's why that unlocks. Cause in other runs, like that's Violet's zone right yeah I, I still started in my regular chambers but we'll we'll see Interesting. um i don't know uh and also i just went to the second floor just to check out all the noble rooms to see if they've changed at all no nope. it's still like hilda's room marianne's <laughs> like it's still all the same that's really funny uh, uh and edelgard basically just explains like hey you know in order to, to rule the kingdom we have to take Arianrod, which is just a i don't know a city or whatever and then also ferdiad in order to concrete ourselves in the kingdom because we've already taken uh the western part of the kingdom. And then Hubert says that houses Gloucester and Ordelia seem predisposed to capitulate, which, uh, you know, it's a very fancy way of saying, like, if you ask them, then they will side with us. Um, but how's Regan and Goneril are making it hard. Um, so basically Claude and I don't know who Goneril is. Mm-hmm. Um, Claude's house and, and that other house are pretty much like making sure that Lorenz and uh, whoever Ordelia is. Oh, that's uh, that's Hilda. Okay. Sense. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. So that tracks. Um, I just got the notification for the picture that I sent of Edelgard. <laughs> Why is he doing <laughs> I don't this? I don't know. Anyway. Um, so then we go to battle and, uh, the gang's all there. We have our pre-battle meet and, uh, Hubert, uh, takes me aside and whew, Hubert sure does some explanation here. So I think he's your Gilbert Lortump. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. Um, I think I want to preface this moment with Hubert with the B support that I got with Hubert, which I think I don't know if it was gated off like I wasn't allowed to have it until the time skip. But it feels like one that should have happened before the time skip, because the way that he's acting is still very like cagey toward me. He's like, I don't know if to trust you. Like the whole reason you run into each other is because he was following me to see if he could assassinate me, (laughs) like to see how easy it would be. Can we? What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's why it feels weird, because he's already said, like, oh, I'm so glad you're back, blah, blah, blah. And then the 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 B support that I get is him being like really weird and like, oh, maybe I'll have to use a, uh, an odorless, colorless liquid to assassinate you instead. Like, I, I have been, I, I don't really trust you around Edelgard. Oh, so I have this to make guy sure definitely killed his father. He for sure killed his dad. Absolutely. No doubt. Oh, my God. Um, But it just it just felt really at odds with like the stuff he had already said to me in this chapter. <laughs> For him yeah. to like, I don't really trust you, blah, blah, blah. But whatever. Outside of that stuff, he also gives me some information about House Arendelle, uh, which we've talked a bit about. <gasps> yeah. Uh, Arendelle, as we've established, um, I forget how Arendelle came up on your end. Dimitri's stepmom, a.k.a. Edelgard's mom. Yeah. 
was or his sister. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Arendelle. Yes. Yeah. So so it's it's Arendelle is Edelgard's uncle. Yeah. And, and Dimitri's uncle. Right. And if you remember before, uh, Hubert and Edelgard had that support where he talks about her uncle kidnapping her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Lord Arendelle took yeah. Edelgard to the kingdom, waited there for a bit, and then came back and 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 ceded power from Edelgard's father, Ionius the Ninth. Because the prime minister and uh, Hubert's dad were pretty much backed him up uh, and, and and allowed Arendelle to to become the emperor. Oh, like yeah. the literal emperor or like like the actual the actual basically emperor. is. Got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. I'm, I'm pretty sure the actual emperor uh, uh, Ionius the ninth oh, was, was overthrown okay. and then and then. So uh, that's why that's why Hubert was cool with killing his father. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, ba ba ba. Yeah, and so that's that's pretty much that. That is what I wanted to preface this other scene that I get with Hubert with before the battle at the Great Bridge, uh, Meridian, Mer- something like that. Um, oh. There's just it, it, there's a big bridge. That sounds fun. That's a big. I wonder bridge if I'll go there one day. Trying to take from the alliance uh, in order to to concrete ourselves in the alliance a bit. So he pretty much just says like, "Hey, I need to talk to you about something. I can't really. I definitely can't talk to anybody else about it. But you you need to know." And he basically says that like. Solon and Kranya serve Lord Arendelle and he is still in the empire and like we have to work with him because he has all this power and he is really against the church. So the enemy of my enemy is, you know, whatever. He's the, he's, so he's the Joe Manchin. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, basically pretty much. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, yeah. So enemy of Aaron of our enemy is our ally type deal. And they were the ones that were doing, they were the ones that killed all of Edelgard's siblings. They were the ones doing all the experimenting on the kids and okay. stuff. Um, yeah. So that not tracks, her, not her dad, which explains why she doesn't I, totally hate her dad. <laughs> yeah. I had sort of put that together um, with that dialogue. I got at the beginning of chapter 10 where they're like, Oh, we created you yeah. flame. Emperor. Yeah. 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 But th- at that point, like I didn't know who those people were working for. And mm-hmm. so I guess this just connects the dots of they are working for Lord Arendelle. Um, you know, all this stuff. Got it. And so he's like, I, you know, I just need to let you know that we need to work with them and, you know, Edelgard's against it. And I know you're against it because like I chose a thing that was like, hey, this sucks. And he's like, yes, I agree. But they are like really powerful and we could really use them against the church. And it's like, OK, I fair enough. But got to keep, you know, got to keep your eyes pointing in two directions, making sure they're not trying to stab us in the back or whatever. Uh, and I have so no then, comment about that. <laughs> OK. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. And I and I honestly I, I don't like it. I really don't like it. Um, and it's definitely going to come bite us in the ass. But whatever. Here it is. Um, so then we go to the battle and this was actually, honestly, uh, a kind of a difficult battle. It was nice. It was, it was fun. I had a great time. Uh, we're set up on this bridge. There was like a, a ballista set up at the one point. So I immediately sent Bernie there and then, you know, we're, we're there basically to take out Judith, uh, of house Daphnel. As far as I know, we don't know anybody from house Daphnel. I, I don't really, really know. I don't think so. So we do some fighting and then a couple turns in Well, Ignatz is already there with her. Uh, and then a couple turns in this guy, uh, Baron Acheron, Acheron. I don't really know how to say it. Uh, he shows up with a couple of horses and then also Leone shows up with a couple of people. So oh my God. Yeah. So I actually, Leone was the first student I killed. Uh, just because that was how we were lined up, but I actually had to kill Leone twice because the first time, the first time I killed her with the death Knight, and it felt really wrong 
because the whole time she was talking about Geralt and like, these are the people that killed Geralt. And I was like, okay, <gasps> I need, Shit. I Byleth need to do this because it doesn't feel right any other way to have anybody else do this. It feels like I'm like letting myself off free if I don't confront this head on. So I went back in time and I killed Leonie a second time uh, as Byleth um, to which she's like, don't you know that these are the people who killed your father? Like, what are you doing? It's complicated. <laughs> it's yeah. And it's really, really God, it was so upsetting. Um, yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, she, and she says, answer me traitor. Uh, and then, <gasps> And then you That's kill her. That's my sister. Yeah, I meet the same. And she looks great, by the way. Her time skip glow up is amazing. Going um, to Google. It's really, really good. And also something I really respect about the time skip is all these voice actors were really fucking doing it because everybody's voice is just like a little bit lower or like a little bit different. <laughs> Except Ignatz. Ignatz has a whole Ignatz hit puberty <laughs> in these five years. And his voice is now like, like, hello, I'm Ignatz. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> It's so hard for me to imagine that. Yeah. Leonie does look real fucking good. She's got like, I can't tell if it's a ponytail or pigtails. Yeah. But they're like asymmetric. She looks incredible. Amazing. Beautiful yeah, glow up, my sister. It's good. It's good. So, so I defeat Leonie. I defeat Ignatz. I, the, the, as soon as, so as soon as they show up, Leonie and uh, Acheron, as soon as they show up, Acheron's like, why am I here? I don't want to be here. I don't want to die. And Leone's like, it's because you're the you're the 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 house with the least amount of power. So you don't have any say what, what what battles you go to. That's why you're here. And he's like, OK. And he doesn't move at all. He does not move. He shows up and he does not move. And then as soon as uh, you defeat Leone, he's like, all right, well, fuck this. Bye. And he leaves. Um, God. Uh, so as you kill Leone and, and Ignatz, you know, it's very dramatic. There are these like, like the, ex, ex, like you defeat them and it immediately goes into slow motion. They're on the ground. They have a line of like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they don't retreat. They're no, they are, they are dead now. Oh my God. So Leone and Ignatz rest in peace. Two of <gasps> the best students, honestly, uh, do, do not deserve it. And I'm so sorry that it, it had to be done. Oh my God. Really, really fucking broke my heart. Right, here's the thing. I'm, I'm like, how dare you? But I'm also like, I'm probably going to end up doing some of that shit, aren't I? I'm That's what kill. I'm thinking, too. I don't I'm gonna know. Have to kill. But are you only going to have to kill like the Black Eagle students? Like, I don't know. What... I don't. Well, there are there are alliance houses that side That's with true. the empire I guess, so I guess like in, i'm probably in, gonna have to kill lawrence yeah i was saying in your route lawrence is on is on the empire side yeah yeah damn Woof. Um, so that was rough it was really sad and then judith is like all right well we we gotta go we gotta retreat so as once you kill them and you kill oh my a certain god i'm gonna dude, have to kill petra like, i don't want to kill petra <laughs> <laughs> and, and again maybe we maybe i didn't have to but that is how it was kind of like i would have had to like run I, away from them to not kill yeah them. i don't well someone uh, would have probably had to yeah. kill them to yeah i don't know i don't know oh. uh yeah so so they go to retreat and then my victory condition becomes don't let judith retreat <laughs> so then you know i i cut them off actually so so i had students around them but judith was not attacking anybody but as soon as i got edelgard like three spaces away judith instead spent her movement to go attack edelgard so it's like okay cool great thanks for, thank you for doing that work for me um <laughs> She goes to attack. She says, uh, you know, I, I defeat her as Edelgard because Edelgard has a uh, hero's relic 
now. It's a sick thing. I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like an axe, but it's like a weird hook. Kind of looks like a crab claw with like points on the end and it, it like twitches like a crab claw. It's very weird, but what it's the fuck. It's really okay. cool. It's sick. But she says, this is it. Claude, I'm sorry. I couldn't defend the bridge. And that, that's that's pretty much it. There's no there's no special dialogue if it's if it's. <gasps> anything. So I take the bridge. Claude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, Claude also really good. Claude has like this little Time chin skin? strap. Has this little chin strap beard, but it looks, all of them. it looks so good. Oh, the ch- see, I don't love a chin strap. I don't know why I this don't game either, but I looked at it and I was like, strap. Yeah. it pretty much looks the same aside from that chin strap, which is you know, always strap. look good. Um, damn. Uh, and so with that, we now have a foothold in the Alliance because we've secured the largest bridge on Foldland, I guess. Um, so now we have a, we have a direct, <laughs> a direct route into the, the Southern part of the Alliance. Got this very and, good bridge now. Yeah, and for, it's very funny. Um, Ferdinand, <laughs> so we go back and we have like the post-battle thing and Edelgard's like, oh, you all fought well, blah, 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 blah. And Ferdinand says, ah, this should put a stop to one of Edelgard's choice phrases. Well done, Professor. I believe it was, if only the Professor were here, we could forge ahead and change the tides <laughs> of this war. And Edelgard immediately is like, Ferdinand, it is not necessary to tell the Professor such things. Oh my God, <laughs> so that's actually really, really funny. Really funny. Nice yeah, one, Ferdinand. Really good. good joke. Yeah. <laughs> And then everybody else is kind of like, oh, I don't really know how I feel about this, but like, I'm glad that the professor is back. I feel like a little bit better about all these murders I'm doing now that the professor is here. Uh, And that is my chapter 13. Wow. That's Uh, that's it. Real different. I, this is going to be really fascinating as we proceed, I think. It really is. Yeah. It really is. It really is. Really quick, let me just blow through Petra and Byleth and uh, Lysithia and, and Edelgard. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, Petra and Byleth, um, they're a support. Uh, Petra's training. She faints because she's training too hard because she's Petra and that's what she does. And she's like, oh, Professor, I'm sorry you had to see that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, you need to take it easy. Uh, and then she just kind of recaps like why she is at, like why she is even with the Empire to begin with. And it's as a political prisoner, like she was taken by the Empire to make sure that um, Bridget, you know, remained faithful and she says that she feels like there is uh she feels like siding with the empire is like a knife against her throat um and then says that her her grandfather is the king of bridget and uh he wants her to work to make the empire and bridget equals uh, and that is what all her people want and then i ask her like what do you want and she says i just want whatever my people want and i said sure but what do you want (laughs) and she's like uh i don't no, I guess I don't really understand the question, but I understand that I'm not understanding something. So I'm going to think about it and I'll come back to you with an answer. Um, God, I wish I had recruited her. Yeah, she's extremely sweet. I just I, I thought the the um, siding with the Empire feels like a knife against her throat line was was interesting mm. regarding our our colonialism conversation, because yeah. I also don't really think it really addresses anything. Yeah. Um, in, in a way, it's just like, yeah, this is the thing that's happening. And and I don't know. I, I don't really know if it. Yeah, it's just reckons it, with it's, anything. it feels like there are these characters who who are bringing up these issues and they are put mm-hmm. in such powerless positions mm-hmm. in a way that I'm like, I want to see them move beyond that. And it's hard for yeah. me to imagine how that could be true in in your run where you know you're you're supporting the empire she it's yeah. she's there you know like 
it, it's hard to imagine that. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. And, you know, with Dudu, like I said, like if his story ends with he died to save Dimitri, yeah. that fucking sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But anyway. No, it does. It blows. Um, and then uh, Lysithia and Edelgard, uh, their B support. Edelgard <laughs> invites Lysithia to come have some tea with some cake and she's and Edelgard doesn't want to eat the cake because it's too sweet. And Lysithia's like, that's the point. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> and then uh, Lysithia's like, I'm sorry, did I say I, I meant Lysithia invites Edelgard to tea and uh, Lysithia's like, OK, so you like know about me like you clearly do. And Edelgard's like, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. The cat is on a bag right now, so that's if there's any crumpling sounds, he is scrappy cam. He's crumpling a bag right now. Um, it's really cute. You good? Budding ASMR yeah. artist, scrappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Edelgard's like, I don't know what you're talking about. My sister is like, okay, then I will tell you, quote unquote, you know, I'll let you know that like you obviously know that like I have two crests in me. And Edelgard was like, whoa, I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know that was a thing that could happen unless you went through this, uh, what do they call it? Blood reconstruction surgery. And Lysithia's <laughs> like, okay, so you like totally know what happened. And Edelgard's like, no, 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 no. I just like have heard of this. Like, I don't know. And, and Lysithia's like, okay. Oh um, my God. Like you, uh, and she's basically just like telling Edelgard things that she's like pretty sure that Edelgard already knows. And like Edelgard probably does already know this. Uh, it's just like, well, you know, like because of these procedures, like my life expect expectancy is like really low like oh my god yeah so you know i i know that you know what's going on because you're always asking like how i'm doing and how i'm feeling and stuff it's just like because like obviously i'm gonna die way, way <gasps> sooner than you and it'll guards like yeah that kind of that kind of stinks um <laughs> And I was just like, well, I mean, you clearly know about this, but like, is it because you went through something like this as well? Or like, what's the deal? And Edelgard's like, uh, no, <laughs> maybe we should just keep eating cake and, and, and go. And Lysithia's like, I mean, sure, fine. But like, I know that you know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, if you want to talk about it, like we can talk about it. Um, so my theory was right. What? That she, the reason why they both have like white hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's because absolutely. they went, they went through some kind of, you know, thing. Blood reconstruction surgery. Blood so. reconstruction surgery. Yeah. So. The hottest rage stuff. in Hollywood. Public surgery. <laughs> yeah. Reconstruct um, your blood. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow. Really wild. Yeah. Um, woof. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. And I got Ferdinand and Byleth too. Ferdinand actually did some more character uh, development where he's like maybe i'm not as good as edelgard he he says the sentence <gasps> he says the sentence i saw her as a worthy opponent and she did not even see me like, <laughs> yeah she's been like running free in your head for so long ferdy like yeah, <laughs> finally catching on it's intense but but so that's those those are the supports that i wanted to touch wow. on this week do we want to forego rankings this week since you didn't really I, or, or do you have changed opinions about anything? i honestly don't uh leone gets bumped to an s i think that that is yeah. the only thing yeah really that i that i have i mean <sighs> difficult feelings about <laughs> all of the black eagles but not mm -hmm. for reasons that have to do with like you know it's like yeah uh, it, it's story reasons that would be the same, right. you know, like it doesn't right, feel right, right, right to, to change rankings on that basis at this point. You yeah. Know? I'm just going to quickly do my house. Cause you know, I haven't really encountered anybody else mm -hmm. since 
since chapter 11. Uh, I'm going to bump Ferdinand to an A for that little character development, and I'm going to bump Linhart down to a B for being Hanuman II willingly. Um, <laughs> yeah, you and that. that. Oh, man, I think I'm going to leave Edelgard at a C. I, I'm really happy to see her again, obviously, but also her her views are still kind of questionable. So yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm glad she's happy to see me again. I'm glad all my students are glad to have me back. Uh, but she still is doing some pretty awful shit. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did. Ha- she did. I did have to kill Leone for her. So oh, I, God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 all I got with that. I should have gotten my writing up so I could get Petra. This is going to suck. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm so this sorry. is oh, this is causing me so much pain. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So that's that's chapter 12 and, and chapter 13s. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think going forward, the way that this is going to work is I will do two chapters a week and AJ will do one um, yeah. so we can end around the same time. Yeah, I think that's how it'll go. I had the thought today of maybe I do the church route alongside this one, but I feel like that, I feel like that would actually get confusing. Yeah. Like I I would really confuse myself. Yeah. (laughs) But, but that was a thought I had and I, I just, I don't think that's tenable. Yeah. Maybe I'll do the church route chapter 13 and, or chapter 12 and see if it's doable. I leave, I leave that to you. I, I love how you're finally in the mode that I've been in a while, which is like, I need yeah. to get as much of this game as I possibly can. Yeah, that's kind of my, yeah, that's my substitute for restarting or, or for not restarting a, a Black Eagles round. Yeah. So maybe I'll just do the other one, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. So we'll be back next week with some more chapters. Oh, we need our War Children of the Week. Do you want to do it? I, oh, I, um, um, you know what? My War Child of the Week is Annette. Um, <laughs> okay. She got reunited with her dad. Sure. I hope that goes well for her. I simply don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get so I'm gonna have to up their support levels. I'm gonna sink some uh, energy into that because I gotta yeah. know. I think my this might be controversial and might seem like I'm trying to get myself uh, <laughs> like I'm trying to clear my name or something. But I I would like to lobby to make Leone my war child this oh. week <laughs> because I. Love her so much. And listening back to the early episodes as I'm adding them, we did her so dirty. We did. And yeah. I really did her the most dirty today <laughs> when I had to murder <laughs> By her. By killing her. <sighs> so um, you can you can shoot that down if you don't think that's right. I, mean, I will not totally give that. Technically in the rules that we set for ourselves. <laughs> the rules that we make up. Yeah. <laughs> I am curious if you had to pick a black eagle who it would be. Sure. If I had to pick a black eagle this week. If I had uh mm, Okay, I would like to pick the Death Knight. <laughs> that's, my, that's my student. Not technically a child, I guess. Oh my god, uh, you're really, so just a, really bending the rules here, AJ. Well, but, but no, the, the the Death Knight. I did have some. I talked. Is he to the in Death your Knight. like roster now? He is in my roster. I used him in the fight on the bridge. Okay. Yeah. I talked to him in the monastery. <laughs> um, so okay, I mean, I said it is in my roster now. He's one of my war children. Yeah, that happened <gasps> at the beginning of chapter 12. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, what? Yeah. As of the beginning Whoa. of chapter 12, he was showing up in my roster. Whoa. Yeah. Wild. Anyway. Um, and I do just want to say the one time I talked to him in the monastery, <laughs> he was like, I'm glad that we can we can be here because I can finally <laughs> fight you to the death. <laughs> like, hey, what are you talking about, bud? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Um, do you have supports with the Death Knight? I might, I think, <laughs> because uh, there are certainly there is certainly support levels going up. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna so put. Curious. I'm gonna put Death Knight if that's cool with you. <laughs> Listen, I don't I don't know what to believe anymore. It's five <laughs> years later. Ray is a dragon to do. It might be dead. I oh, yeah. my heart. Yeah. If anything, this episode exists in a time funnel and, and none of it. Nothing we actually said exists, really. You know, <laughs> this is but one timeline, but one timeline. Yeah. So that's. I think where I'm going to land if that if that's cool for you. If I have to pick a child, if I have to pick an actual student, I'm going to pick Ferdinand because of his 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 he's kind of <laughs> three uh, alternates. Yeah. Poor Sue has been trying to tra- track the changes in <laughs> in our rankings. Our, our yes. friend and listener, Sue, um, I yes, am so shout-outs. sorry. I don't know what you're going to do with this one. Um, but yes i think ferdinand if you had to pick one of your actual children i think ferdinand is a good pick okay sounds like he's growing if you're making me pick a child i don't even know if it's growing or if it's like he's been beat down so much over the last five years that he's like i guess because because he's (laughs) the whole the whole support he's like she's just doing so much and I feel like I haven't accomplished anything. And I'm like, she is like always going and going and going. And like, I understand now how I am her subordinate. Like, I get it because like, I don't know if I have it in me to do all this stuff. And, you know, I'm like, you know, my, my bias choice or uh, uh, dialogue options were like, no, you're like, you've accomplished things. And he's like, you don't have to be nice. I know that I haven't. I'm like, damn, bud. Oh, my gosh. Um, so. All and then right. he just asked me to keep an eye on his progress. So, so I guess that is me keeping an eye on his progress <laughs> is making him my third runner up. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So wild. Those were the chapters, everybody. I hope you liked them because gosh, were they some chapters? <laughs> yeah. The, <sighs> oh, we're really in the shit now. <laughs> we are really in it now. And, uh, uh, oh, man, this is the first time we're ending an episode and like, I am not, I mean, I'm excited to keep playing, but it's, it's not like, uh, I can't wait to see what happened. It's like, it's like, I, I feel deep dread um, yeah. <laughs> about, about what's what happening. is to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All that being said, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at async pod. If you want to keep up, uh, keep us up to date with your progress in the game. Uh, you could also email us asyncpod at gmail.com. And if you're in the worst garbage discord, it seems like at once a week we take over the podcast channel um, for people to talk Sorry. about. It. So <laughs> thank you. And I apologize for anybody else in that, in that server slash uh, uh, channel. Um, but, but that's, that's where, that's where we're at. Do you have any parting words for us today, Kim? I'm listen, I'm looking. I, uh, the unification of Fodlin has begun. Yes. <laughs> For better yes. or worse. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's where it. we're at. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs>